the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, 25 minutes till 7. It's Super Tuesday. It's 52 degrees here. It is not raining right now where we're at. Maybe there's a chance it might be, you know, showering a little bit where you're at. But it is a lot drier right now than what they were predicting late last week when they were calling for like an inch and a half of rain today. Uh, now it's just like uh, .01. All right, that's what they're what they're saying as far as uh, rain goes. We're looking uh, at a high of uh, or a low, low. Uh, not a high or a low. <laughs> Current temperature of fifty two. It's Super Tuesday, and uh, <laughs> we're looking for a, a high of sixty eight degrees. Not quite as warm as the uh, seventy four that we reached yesterday. And spring, by the way, next arrives next week. Uh, daylight savings time arrives this Sunday, so get ready to feel really tired next Monday. <laughs> Because you'll lose an hour's sleep. Uh, Mandy Merritt's going to join us. She's with the RNC. Uh, she is a, a, a deputy communications director, if I'm not mistaken. Hey, Mandy, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing. Did I get? Did I get your your uh, your your place Close. in the here? National press secretary. Okay, we're all great. working on the same team. So all right, work. <laughs> great. Let's let's talk about uh, Super Tuesday. Uh, I am make, I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. Trump will win the Republican primary in all the states. <laughs> I think that's right. We're seeing every state that we've been in, Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, South Carolina, the enthusiasm is undoubtedly on the Republican side. We have a unified party behind President Trump, and we're ready to win again in November. And then you put, put that in contrast with the Democrat side. They're clearly fractured. The establishment is concerned about a Bernie Sanders nomination. We saw that with Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, Beto O'Rourke, all throwing their support behind Bernie Sanders yesterday, even before those votes were cast on Super Tuesday. It's clear that they're worried about a Sanders nomination. It's clear that they're trying to halt that momentum. They're as fractured as ever, and the Republican Party is as unified as ever. All right, so... I got to ask you, this, we talked about this right at the beginning of the show. Okay, so uh, Buttigieg throws his support behind Biden. Klobuchar throws her support. Uh, Harry Reid threw, threw his support behind Biden. But early voting's been going on for a week and a half. It's, it, it's going to be dampened, all this, uh, these people coming out, is it not? I think it is. It's unfortunate for those who've already cast their ballots and say early voting or absentee because maybe their preferred candidate is out of the race. And I think that, again, goes to show how fearful the Democrat establishment is of a Bernie Sanders nomination. So they're trying to halt this momentum in its tracks by taking out the other, quote unquote, moderates in this race. But we have to remember there is no policy difference, no policy daylight between these candidates whether it's Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Mike Bloomberg, all of these candidates support some form of big government takeover into our lives. They'll raise their taxes. They'll raise our taxes. They'll implement a 
radical climate control agenda. They'll implement a path towards government control of health care. So there is no policy difference. And I do think the American people can see that. And they know that President Trump's clear progress for this country is the only choice in November. Yeah. And, and the scary part about that is that the media calls them moderates. They're not moderates. You're exactly right. And it is part of that facade. But we see it open borders, late term abortions. So yesterday, President or I'm sorry, uh, Bernie, Joe Biden said that he would lead on the gun control issue from Beto O'Rourke, who wants to confiscate <laughs> all of our guns. So these are all different policies that the American people can see through and they're not going to resonate. I just love the fact that Harry Reid endorsed Biden well after uh, the Nevada <laughs> yeah, the primary. I don't know how that's very effective. Uh, <laughs> no, I agree with you. I mean, I think that there's this this you know idea that, quite frankly, with Democrats uh, as a whole at this point, I don't know that there is a candidate that can beat uh, Donald Trump in a general election. I, I don't think Biden's. Uh, we've seen it. I mean, there were three gaffes yesterday, uh, which should have been one of his best days, and and he still can't seem to put words together correctly can't remember what day super tuesday is uh so i just yeah i don't know i mean there's i agree with you that there's there's some fear with the democrats but i just don't know that any of it makes sense or helps or matters you're exactly right because when you look at president trump's record we see massive success for this country over seven million new jobs new manufacturing jobs the foreign policy that we can be proud of new wage growth the list goes on and on, and the Democrats are all running on a complete reversal of these policies and this progress. They would halt this great American comeback in its tracks that we've seen under President Trump. All right. So we're sitting here. Last night, I was sitting in front of my TV, and I sat and watched Fox do their town hall with Bloomberg. Bloomberg just doesn't do well. He doesn't communicate well. He was challenged on his his gun rights legislation that he'd like to do. And the guy asked him, you know, you tell me I got to give up my guns, but, uh, you know, you've got armed guards around you. And and uh, Bloomberg answered like most uh, elites do. Well, I'm so important. People want to kill me. You know, that type of stuff. And but Bloomberg made one very important statement yesterday. He said, without a doubt. He's unequivocal about this. It's going to be a brokered convention. It's going to be a brokered convention. And he's you, counting on it. Yeah. What do you think, Mandy? Is it good? Are we really yeah, going to see it, a brokered convention? We'll have to see. Today will definitely show a lot towards that, too. But I do think it's clear that this primary isn't ending anytime soon. We've seen Bernie Sanders with the enthusiasm in these early states. But we saw Biden take out a win in South Carolina. But this win does not equal momentum. It was his first primary win in over 30 years of running for, for president or offices. And it still does not show that there is a clear front runner in this party. We've got a, a war within the Democrat Party between the Bernie Sanders momentum or the, the Joe Biden establishment. So I do think we are going to have a long and drawn out contest for this nomination but then again you just compare it to what's going on on the republican side the enthusiasm is on our side we've got people turning out for all of these rallies new people are coming into our movement every time the democrats go further and further left 
We just see an uptick in support for our President Trump and Republicans. We just announced our February fundraising hall, and between the RNC and the Trump campaign, we brought in $86 million. It shows just how much people are fired up and ready to reelect President Trump in November. Yeah, let me just say cha-ching. All right, that's that's the important sound, right? Cha-ching. Take that, Bernie. By the way, I'm I'm loving our president in his sense of humor. Did you see the cut from CPAC when he was talking about, uh, you know, Bloomberg, Mike Bloomberg, Mini Mike? And oh, yeah. As you saw, he starts sinking down behind the podium to look sh- short. That was hilarious. Oh, my gosh. That was so, so Donald Trump. That was very, very that is good. vintage Donald Trump. It was Trump. great. And the, and the audience went absolutely <laughs> Uh, ape guano president as, trump knows how to speak to he his does. people and he is the best <laughs> communicator at that Absolutely. it was very very good I, I i loved it all right so what you, here here's my take on watching all of this where are all the other democrat uh challengers not campaigning to yesterday or today where are they not? where are they not where are they not at? They were in Texas, right? Yeah, not in California. They're California. not in California. They know that Sanders has got California wrapped up. That's where all the 400-plus de- delegates, almost, you know, four, what, 451? 415 and today. 415. Okay, you got, what, 228 in Texas. So, you know, you're settling for the half half of the stake, and you're not even going to get half of the state, uh, the stake in Texas because Bernie's doing well there, too. That's, I think it's going to be bad. It it looks like, (laughs) you're right, it looks like Bernie is going to have a resounding win in California and Texas, which is a large part of the the delegates. We're seeing Biden, I think, is banking on taking a, a win in the South. But again, we have to think of the big picture here that no matter who emerges from this battered and bruised primary, President Trump has been the clear winner. His record of progress speaks for itself, and not one of these liberal candidates will be able to hold a candle next to President Trump's record. I agree with you. I wholeheartedly agree with you, and I believe that our president uh, basically aligns with the majority of the electorate in this country, and it is not aligning with the the, the ideology on, on the left, and that is the Democratic Party. I just think we may be seeing... Uh, such a fractured Democratic Party that it may not be effective for many, many years to come. I think Carville understands that as well. What do you think, Jr.? I agree. I mean, I'm laughing to myself because I think of the Democratic uh, primary sort of like the knight in Monty Python and the Holy Grail where, you know, like you, you knock one arm off and he keeps fighting, you knock the other arm off and he's still going to beat you. And then he's like, I can still yes, shoe on you. Yes, exactly. And that's kind of feels what, what the Democrats are going to look like after this primary run. Whoever gets out of this to fight Trump, uh, you know, it's 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 going to be it's an uphill battle regardless. I mean, I just don't think there's, you know, any of the key states are going to get behind a Sanders uh, presidency. Uh, I don't see that happening. I don't think Biden's strong enough to take on Trump in the general. I mean, and quite frankly, we've seen what you get on uh, on Bloomberg when the lights oh, come on. And yeah. so I just don't. <laughs> Empty I, suit, buddy. Empty suit. I, I just don't think for all of the trouble the Democrats are going to right now, uh, I don't think it makes much of a, a difference. So last question for Mandy, and then we'll let her get out of here because I know she's got a lot of interviews. She's going to do back to back to back to back. Just remember, don't call the hosts by any other name than their name. <laughs> don't 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 be like Joe Biden. All right, 
he called Duh, he called who did he call he called chris wallace uh he just a uh, todd todd he, he yes. called him todd because <laughs> that's, that's close but, yeah because that's, that's close okay. that's really close to chris but yeah he had so many appearances it's okay yeah it's all right yeah it's just really so i'm uh, hoping you know look i'm firmly everybody knows i'm a trump supporter i've got a trump cut out in my my in my studio i've got the flags up in my studio i am a a trumper of all Trumpers, probably. But here's the key. I want to see Bernie win just because I think he gives us a little bit better chance down ballot. And I want to win the House back. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Mandy? So no matter who the nominee is, we're not taking anything for granted. We are on in states like Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Ohio, all of these states that are critically important, not just to the presidential election, but also to taking back the House. That's right. Our ground game and infrastructure is stronger than ever. We just had a national day of action where in a single day, our teams made over 500,000 voter contacts, bringing the total for this cycle to over four and a half million. So while Democrats are still duking it out, we are on the ground talking to voters, making sure that they know President Trump's record of success but also that he needs a strong house with him to support these great policies that he's enacting. Did you have something, Elizabeth? Yeah, Miss Mandy, what uh, effect is the coronavirus kerfuffle? And I don't mean to make light of the seriousness of it, but we all know the media and the Democrats are really ramping it up beyond its actual. They are taking every chance they can to politicize this virus. While President Trump is leading, he's bringing his administration together. He's bringing in experts. He's showing that we have clear, decisive action to and a plan to take on this virus. So the Democrats continue to politicize it because they know that just like Mueller and Russia and their impeachment sham, they have nothing else to do but try to bring down this president. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi reminds me of Marsha. Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> and I'm just saying <laughs> All right, Mandy, we're going to let you go. Thanks so much for being with us here on the Dave Ellswick Show, and we appreciate your insight. Thank you so much. Until next time. All right. Bye-bye now. All right, Mandy Merritt from the RNC. Good to talk to her today here on the uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. And I was talking to Elizabeth. Elizabeth said during the, the break before we started back, and you're having some really good guests on. And what did, what did I tell her, Jr.? What is king? Content. Content. Content is king. Is king. You can Maybe I'm not it. up this morning yet. You're not up. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. I was sitting there thinking, you, I was like, "What did you? What did you, when did <laughs> we do that? When would you have that conversation? That, not yeah. used to the early morning yet. Oh my gosh! You can only get this Jimmy, morning. Go ahead. I want you to to say the first two paragraphs of the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. No, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, no, let's you ask Joe. Let's you ask Joe thing. Biden. Okay. You, you know, know that yeah. thing. You know the thing. You know the thing. The thing. The thing with the guy. If you don't know what we're talking about, go to YouTube and just and write in. Just write Joe Biden. Uh, Declaration of Independence. It'll pop up. You yeah. got to watch it. It's really disturbing as far yeah, as just dis- you'll see a lot of other videos uh, with Joe Biden. Just disregard those and look yeah. for the Declaration. Yeah, just look for yeah. the Declaration one because that you know that you can't even you can't even quote the founding document is not good. All right, ten minutes till seven. It's fifty three degrees now here in Little Rock. Out in Cabot's fifty two in Conway fifty two. Pine Bluff is 58. Man, it's hot spot down there. 52 degrees here in Little Rock and 54 in Hot Springs. On the home of the Rush Limbaugh Show, 101.1 FM, The Answer.